Ed Peters, and I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We move on today to Matthew chapter 20 and to the parable of the workers in the vineyard. Matthew records this parable in the opening 16 verses of this chapter, but these verses are a continuation of the remarks of Jesus regarding rewards from chapter 19. Now, from this chapter on, the tempo of Matthew increases, and Jesus moves directly to the cross. This chapter also makes an important contribution to filling in some more of the dark corners of the present state of the kingdom of heaven. The principle for giving rewards is stated in this parable, faithfulness to the task rather than to the amount of work done or the spectacular nature of the work governs the giving of rewards. Now, as we come to this parable of the workers in the vineyard, we see that it is closely related to verse 30 of chapter 19, which reads, But many that are first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Now, verse 16, the last verse of this parable, also reads, So the last shall be first, and the first last. For many be called, but few chosen. So you see that at both ends of this parable, the concept of the last being first and the first last forms sort of a parenthesis around it. See 
Here in this parable, we see that God is not going to reward you for the amount of work that you have done. You will be rewarded according to your faithfulness to the job which he called you to do. Perhaps God has not called you to do some great thing for him. The question is, are you faithful in what he has assigned to you? Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. Jesus once said, Many who are first will be last, and many who are last will be first. Matthew 19, verse 30. I wonder what he meant. I'm sure his listeners wondered too. A few verses further, Jesus turned that around. He said the last will be first and the first will be last. Jesus had just told his disciples the story of the rich young man, who, when Jesus told him to sell everything and give it to the poor, walked away, very sad. He was very wealthy, and evidently his possessions had a grip on him, and he had a grip on them. He couldn't let them go to follow the Lord. Jesus saw that in this man's heart, his riches stood between him and Christ. Selling his possessions wouldn't save him. But in order to receive the Lord, he would have to loose himself from the priority of wealth. The young man was great in terms of wealth. I had no doubt in terms of prestige and power. But none of those things counted in the kingdom of heaven. He wouldn't be great there. So those who were first will be last. So important is this whole matter of wages, wealth, and property that Jesus told a parable to illustrate his point. I've asked Randy to present this story today. Here he is from Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 to 16. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire men to work in his vineyard. He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day and sent them into his vineyard. About the third hour he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, You also go and work in my vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. He went out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour and did the same thing. About the eleventh hour he went out and found still others standing around. He asked them, Why have you been standing here all day long doing nothing? Because no one has hired us, they answered. He said to them, You also go and work in my vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last ones hired and going on to the first. The workers who were hired about the eleventh hour came, and each received a denarius. So when those came who were hired first, they expected to receive more, but each one of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. These men who were hired last worked only one hour, they said, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the work and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them, Friend, I am not being unfair to you. Didn't you agree to work for a denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the man who was hired last the same as I gave you. Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. An interesting parable. It seems that the landowner isn't fair, according to our standards of fairness. 
Early in the morning, he hired laborers and agreed that they would receive the normal laborer's daily wage, one denarius. Later at nine in the morning, he hired more, without specifying a set amount, only what is right. Still later at noon, he hired more, and at three, still more. And he hired still more at five in the evening, only an hour before work stopped for the day. At six o'clock, it was pay time. He began by paying those hired last. They only worked one hour. He paid them one denarius, a day's pay. The workers who had labored all day were understandably upset and felt cheated. But the landowner reasoned that he wasn't cheating anyone. He had agreed to pay one denarius, and that's what he paid. After all, it was his money and his choice to pay what he wished. Now, what's the point of the story? Jesus had just spoken about rewards to come. The disciples had left everything to follow the Lord. They wondered what was in it for them. So Jesus reminded them that they might make sacrifices here. But in the kingdom of heaven, their rewards will far outweigh their sacrifices. I ended yesterday's program on that note. With this parable, Jesus tells his disciples that they needn't wonder who will get how much. That is up to him, the landowner. God will settle all accounts, and he will never owe anyone a thing. God will never be anyone's debtor. Those who were last here on earth may well be first there, and those who were first here may well find themselves demoted. I close with this point. Rewards are never earned. I say again, strictly speaking, future rewards are never earned because God always pays far more than is deserved. Neither merit nor ability nor amount of work will determine rewards. Evidently, motive determines rewards. But even more important, rewards are given by a sovereign God out of grace. I believe that when that time comes, and we stand before him and receive his evaluation and reward, we will feel that we've been way overpaid. God always gives in grace, never on merit or ability. Grace places some first, and grace always prevails. God is sovereign, but his acts are acts of grace. Oh
Sports News, a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.